2: You're listening to the best of the TomBernardShow.com, brought to you by Bradshaw
3: and Bryant.
4: Who, me? me? <laughs> well, and I'd like to really know if I
3: was married song. to a whore piece did. of shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can just look at her license.
5: My
3: special stripe. That
5: was <laughs> <is laughs> amazing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions.
4: back everybody to yet another episode of the best of the tom bernard podcast brought to you as always by bradshaw and bryant kicking off the show this week we had comedian judy gold in studio talking about her favorite topic of christmas and it's not she's jewish but we were also joined by joanne parker playing some tunes next
5: well it looks like christmas is here kind of hoping
7: judy's gonna christmas
5: <laughs> well,
2: this is a nice jewish
5: girl you know <laughs> no, it's a song about not liking christmas so
2: it's okay. <laughs> now judy's a wonderful person Judy go, ladies and gentlemen uh, Judy, we have a great singer and a great guitar player in studio. Joanne is with us. Mark's with us, and Judy Gold, very, very funny person. And you know, you're a wonderful person as well. Do you know that? I, I no. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I hope so. She goes, I, uh. I, I mean, you it. know.
1: You're, I tried, I
2: tried. Uh, you're oh. in, we just found out during the break that you're in big trouble because uh, we're going to be about 10 miles away in January when you're appearing in Boca Raton. Oh,
1: I know. You better get your butt
2: there. Oh, we are going to come down. And see, uh, there's no question we're going to come down and see you. Oh, right, it would be so much oh, fun. What's the name of the Italian restaurant there? We, it was Paul Castronovo. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know, but it was phenomenal. We're going to come and eat Italian food and then cheer for you and laugh. That's what we're going to do.
1: Yeah. Oh, we, I can't wait. We won't heckle, I promise.
2: No heckling. No
1: why are you why are you going to um are you going
2: on vacation? Yeah, we always go down after Christmas. We it's hang wonderful. We out
7: down there for a while, get yeah. out of the cold.
2: It is great. I know. love that area.
1: And do you broadcast out of there?
2: Yeah, yep, absolutely. Yeah, when are you coming back oh. on the KQ yeah, morning you can show? Up. You got to be and back on KQ. You got to be on the, the morning show again too. We haven't had you on in a while cuz you, you've, okay. you've, okay. you've been napping you've been napping Tell me about the new album. I want to hear about it.
1: The new album
2: The called Tell Me Now and but I fly up before. Okay. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Uh, how I
1: feel. Um, it's filled with positive messages. Um, it's a stand-up Yeah, it's it, brutally honest stand-up That's what it
2: is. But that's why I love you because you always it, have been. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, you've always been brutally honest. I, I think it's wonderful. I like people who are yeah. brutally honest. It's a good thing.
1: I know, Tom. But not everyone in show business likes people who are brutally honest. Yeah. No. You
2: know. I've noticed that. Oh, she goes
3: as you know.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you, Judy. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> that's really nice. Well, that's true. though.
1: Well, I mean, just because you've you know you've been doing this for a long long time, so you get it. Yeah, it's, you
2: know. very, it's very, very true. We um, uh, uh, One thing that surprises me is, is, why don't you do more television? You were terrific on television. Why don't you do more of that?
1: Okay, that is like when people say, how come you, you're not on Saturday Night Live? I, I audition. I, I don't know. I'm old. I'm tall.
2: I have no idea. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> it. Out. Yeah, Joanne, jo- Joanne, how tall are you? 5'10".
1: Yeah,
2: she's 5'10". Catherine's 5'10". 5'9 and five, a quarter. 5'9 and a quarter. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> then, Judy, you're what, like 6'5, yeah. right?
1: No, I'm 6'5', wrong Because I had a knee replacement. Well, so that, you know,
2: doesn't help. I I just love that, though. Every
1: yeah. time I go on an audition, like I went on an audition yesterday, and it's like, you know how you have to slate, you have to say your name. They yes. put you on tape yep. and they say, yep. say your name. Yep. Every time I do it, name and height, please. I'm like, really? Disqualified. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Disqualified. You're out. You're
2: too tall. Forget it. You know, that might be a sit. That's an interesting, because like, if you she has audition. to be an
7: amazon in the business i mean there, there, oh yeah. so many people are so tiny in oh that's hilarious <laughs> i'm
1: yeah. sorry
7: no. it's true they're all no. so tiny i've I never heard that but i think judy <laughs> yeah. thinking
2: about that if you go that approach if you're all you know like seven or eight inches taller than all leading men that's going to be a problem you think <laughs> <laughs> you think <laughs> So you've been you've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of traveling, have you? You haven't come here though. We're deeply hurt.
1: I know. I want to come back. What was the name of the club there that I love? Uh, uh Rick Brown. Acme. Acme. Oh, Acme's yeah, is wonderful. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Acme's a great club.
1: I love that club. Well, get up here. Um. Yeah. I do love Minneapolis. I know. I'll come, but I don't want to come in the winter.
2: No. <laughs> no <laughs> okay. You don't. Pardon me. That's phenomenal. Now you don't. Know, yeah. Understand.
1: Neither do you. That's <laughs> why you're going. So you're coming post- <laughs> in a July then. Boy, look at the time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're coming from July 1st to July 15th. Yeah, let's not cloud this discussion yeah. with facts. <laughs> Somewhere in there. So yeah. tell me about the new album. It's your stand-up. How long did you work on it? And where did you record it?
1: Um, so I recorded at uh, West Westside Comedy Club, which is right in my neighborhood. I'm a, I live on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And the album is the culmination of, you know, 10 years of trying to get a special that no one will give me, because apparently, being over 50 in stand uh apparently, you're not, you know, worthy of getting a special on TV. So What? Uh, I, you know, I just figured, yeah, it's just I haven't been able to, and I'm like, I want to do an album. That's how I listened to stand-up when I was growing up, you know? And then you'd sure. go see the comics, and you'd want to hear, see them do the bit. It wasn't, you know, now every, it's, they're not specials anymore, these TV, no, They're just right. a lot, of, you know, people just doing stand-up. It's not like, not like, remember it used to be, you know, you'd see Carlin on HBO, and it was like an event. It, it's become less that and i have more control and i just you know so i did an album i have another one coming out in uh, nine months okay um and it just, it's just the stuff i've been working on the past 10 years
2: it, it, it just amazes me though because you could be like the george burns of women you could go to your 100 be phenomenal
1: right right But like you know the network executives are you know 25 years old and they really know what's funny <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, young lady, we will see you in in a little less than a month. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you.
1: Okay, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year.
2: That didn't even sound sincere.
1: <laughs> it was, it was totally sincere. Thank you. Thanks, Judy. Judy Gold, Bye. one
2: of my favorite people. All right,
1: take world. it easy. A wonderful
2: person. She is, yeah, I, I can't wait to go see her. Oh, she is so funny. Now, what we do is we cap the show. We save the best uh, for last. Well, the conversation was phenomenal, so I can't say the best for last, but can you can you do a tune for us in studio? Or do you sure. not want to do that?
7: We can. Do that. You brought, he the brought, gu- brought the guitar, brought so I'm guessing there's
0: intention there. I,
2: I, <laughs> well, I we didn't know
0: it. what to expect, so what? we always come prepared.
2: Well, now that you know it's Troy's brother, you, <laughs> you're you fine. Everything <laughs> could be good.
0: Going mono
7: and stereo. <clears throat> we we'll could take a Patsy Klein. Is any, anybody else's headphones going mono and stereo that every
5: do
8: once in a while?
3: You want.
2: No. I just oh. work here. I maybe, just, <laughs> maybe mine are Ooh, croaking. That's a nice guitar. That's <laughs> <laughs> We're it, it knows funny chords. It knows
3: disco chords. And it knows <laughs> other funny chords. And it knows how to go.
2: Do, 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 you know do, this
3: song.
0: Do.
2: I'll keep a close watch on this heart. That's not it?
0: Nope. <laughs> Don't want to
5: cause you any trouble. <laughs> oh, no. Don't want to cause you anything.
9: <laughs> Just in time, we'll see you laughing. Oh. Only wanna see you laughing in the purple rain. Purple rain, purple, purple rain. Purple rain, rain.
3: <laughs> purple, rain, purple rain. rain. I love it. And so forth.
0: We are <laughs> well, he can't kill us anymore because yeah. he's dead. So <laughs> that's true. So, that's
3: true. He I played won't be that man. in front of Jelly Bean Johnson. Oh did you? Uh, and Jelly Bean yeah. said to me, Marr! You can do
0: it better than I. Oh, can. he said, he's gonna kill you if he hears if you he hear that. He's gonna, <laughs> gonna kill you. That's so what he said. Oh! <laughs> I can't believe
2: it. Unbelievable. The, the I, time, then there's
0: a bunch of other words I'm not going to say, but... That <laughs> no, makes sense.
2: One time I met Prince was uh, when his, he, he first broke. He's about 17, 18 years old. He was just, had just signed with Warner Brothers. And I was at Cliff Siegel's house, who's now Lauren Siegel. By the <laughs> way, he wants, he wants to come on the show. She wants to come on the show and, and, and uh, pretend that, that she is the is Santa's transgender brother. Oh, that's great. Oh, <laughs> well, that'd be phenomenal. <laughs> but I, it, just honest to God, she is unbelievable. She's a one thing I do love too. She's a tough broad, man. I love tough broads, and that's the highest compliment I could give anyone because that would be my wife and my mother and <laughs> our daughter, our my sisters. I don't love that. <laughs> well, see, I told you. All right, what are you guys gonna do? I want to sit what, back and do, shut up. Well,
0: we could do a Patsy song, or we could do one of mine. Which? What do you want? to do we do?
8: Both. Do oh, one of your to do both. Do one right. of yours.
0: Okay, we'll start with the sad. I I would I would sing this newest Christmas song because it's uh one of my platforms is mental health awareness, and I suffer from anxiety and depression and I had a friend uh, whose son completed suicide and I wrote another song after that that's called home which is on the record but when I got to Christmas I went wow this must not be a very good time for them like can you imagine celebrating the holiday people around you are trying to being happy 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 and and I got to thinking about a lot of friends that I know that really just don't like the holidays and it's got to be really tough when you're expected to feel a certain way and you just don't right so one of my big things is just to help people feel not so alone and to maybe you know just tell them like i i know where you're coming from just reach out to somebody you know, it's you're okay. making me
2: very sad my father was schizophrenic and at christmas it was just horrible
5: oh
0: he would
2: yeah you just sit and stare at the ceiling the whole time yeah
0: and, I, and nobody it's hard to talk about that because yeah, you're supposed to be is. happy no, right it still
2: is absolutely it's very yeah
0: so I wrote this song. It's called Silent Night. It's not the regular Silent Night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yes. You're a lot older than I thought uh, if you wrote Silent Night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but um, So I'll do that. And then we can get out of our funk and do something fun after this. But Sorry. I think it's important that people feel recognized and validated. So,
5: Ready? Well, it looks like Christmas is here. Sort of hoping that it wouldn't show up this year. Cause for me, celebrating just doesn't seem right. But all I've got is a silent night. Seems like everyone has got somewhere to be hear them making plans with their families and it's all I can do not to break down and cry as I sit here alone on this silent night and no amount of cheer is gonna lift my head and the lights and decorations remind me instead of what it is that I don't have to go home to so please don't ask me what i want for a gift cause there's really only one thing on my list and i know there's not a chance that it's what i'm gonna get so thank you for the wishes for a happy holiday and if I was in a better place, I believe a way you say Merry Christmas. But for me, Mary's far out of sight. And the only sound is my breaking heart on this side of the night.
2: And you made my wife cry I'm <laughs>
3: <Yeah. laughs> down there tearing
5: up <laughs> I hate that song <laughs> Play it again. Sing it again. It's uh, sweet. That is,
2: oh, I, we got a comment from a listener. This is hilarious, because in Joanne's bio, there's a comment. Joe from Louisville said, she sounds kind of like Janis Joplin. <laughs> yeah. And in your bio, it says, she oh, kind yes. of sounds like a sober so- Janis yeah,
4: Joplin. Mm.
0: A
2: recovering Janis Joplin. That's yes. Look at Catherine. Oh, She's full.
5: There's Kleenex down there. <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> my walking. job. Do you want to Do it. <laughs> Do you do a Patsy sound? Pick one. Um oh, uh, Which one? I go out walking. That? That's a good
2: one. That's a good. Hold the crazy night. Hold <laughs> oh, the toots. Hold oh, toots right here.
5: Ready? Ready? <laughs> I go out walking after midnight Out in the moonlight Just like we used to do I'm always walking After midnight Searching for you I walk for miles Along the highway Well that's just my way Of saying I love you I'm always walking After midnight Searching for you I stop to see a weeping willow crying on his pillow Maybe he's crying for me And as the sky turns gloomy, the night wind whispers to me I'm lonesome as I can be I go out walking, after to midnight Out in the starlight just hoping you may be somewhere out walking After midnight searching for me
2: Yay! <laughs> okay, where's the album? How can they get the
0: album? Hard to Love is available. I get the most money if you buy it from joyanneparker.com because that comes directly from me. You can get the CD there autographed. Or a digital copy. Otherwise, it's available everywhere. You buy your digital music, um, including the free ones, Spotify, all those other ones, all, all there. And all the infos at joyanparker.com And we've got a couple holiday shows coming up. And, and we an oh, yeah. amazing
7: voice. Uh, thank yeah, you. you. you do. We
0: you will be at people. Crooners two nights in a row, actually. We're going to be there on December 28th uh, to do our regular R&B show. And then Patsy Klein on the 29th, which I think there's like four tickets left for that. So
2: yeah.
0: get that. And then we're doing New Year's Eve at Bucharest.
2: Wonderful. Great having you, and you have to come back.
0: Thank you. I'd love to.
2: You can bring Mark.
0: All right. Okay. <laughs> Mark, they invited you back.
2: <laughs> you
5: been invited back? That's wonderful. I was that worried was about you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That was wonderful. Thanks Thank for listening. You.
2: We shall be right back. Tom Bernard Show.
0: Of the Tom Bernard
4: podcast. It was Judy Gold and Joy Ann Parker on the best of. Coming up next, we had Scott Harris talking about fireproofing homes in California and Egg Begley Jr. too. Next on the best of.
5: like home.
2: what if Scott ends up hating Christmas
9: what about that <laughs> Scott do you hate Who Christmas, hates Christmas. <laughs> some people do well I I can understand why some people do too I really can why well, hate Christmas yeah, well, people get nuts around Christmas time well, that can, is true I can understand I've been frustrated through the holidays because it's kind of a, a delay of of progress in your life. Yeah, especially now in America, us. we stop from Thanksgiving to New Year's. We do. All business stops. And yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, sure in yeah. Scott's business, it's the same. <clears throat> right, Scott? From Thanksgiving to New Year's. Yeah,
8: we we don't stop. We keep working all the way through. Oh, do um, But you know what's actually good? It's one of our more productive times of year because that's when our clients stop calling us as much. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Scott,
2: nice attitude. Please, please. You should get in the radio <laughs> with an
8: attitude like that. <laughs> and the, I'm
2: trying.
9: The TV and film um, business literally shuts down between does, yeah. Thanksgiving and January 17th. There's nothing. You can't get a hold of anybody. It's a big delay. It's
8: like, uh, it's like uh, summer in Europe, right? Yeah, yes, nobody exactly. calls you back.
9: And they go, we'll get, we'll get back to you after the holidays. <laughs> That's four months from now. Right?
8: <laughs> yeah, well, you know.
2: Scott Harris, our special guest. Uh, I got to tell you right up front that uh, I've, I've been interviewing Ed Begley Jr. for about 30 years now, maybe even longer than that. I also do a morning show in town, and he appears on that, and he's been on this show, too. I love Ed Bagley Jr. He's just a wonderful guy, but one time he says to me, you know, Tom, I get on my bicycle, and I pedal my bicycle, and I make my toast that way every morning. I said, i got some bad news for you, Ed. You're expelling more CO2 by breathing hard on a bicycle than any amount of electricity to make toast.
8: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, humans are actually not a very efficient machine. No, they are not. So, but We're not helping the greenhouse gases there. Yeah, I, 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 Scott, I
2: got to go through the the sad part of it. What happened in in Malibu? Well, all across. I mean, California got hammered, and it was so sad to see all that destruction. Uh-huh. Know, there, there's argument now about should we be should we be doing some cutting? Did what did what did President Trump say? Get what, get a lawnmower? Or what <laughs> he said some weird thing. You're a oh. weed whacker. Weed whacker? Or something. It wasn't yeah.
8: a, sh- a rake?
2: A rake. Yeah, you need to rake. That's what he said. You need to rake, and you get a weed whacker. And <laughs> But it was just horrible to watch. And you, it seems to me, are, were right there in the middle of it watching it happen. It's, it sounds like. Is that correct?
8: Yeah, our, our house wasn't that far. I mean, it was our, our home was close enough where you were getting the ash on the car and just oh, watching the fires. Oh, um, yeah, I think I, I saw them the first night as they were hitting. Um, and it's sad when you realize how many lives are lost. I mean, I was reading that 2,500 lives a year are being lost by fire and when you consider we have the technology so no one's life should be lost it's it's absurd it's obscene that we yes. still allow people to build without the protection that they need in these homes uh it's, you got the technology why not do it
9: and then after the fires you get mudslides because there's nothing to stop the mud from sliding i, yeah. I live in the hollywood yeah. hills for a long time and it just never ends from earthquakes to the yeah. I mean, to mudslides to flash floods <laughs>
8: These all these bad builders though are actually been great for our business. So oh, I, oh, I suppose <laughs> it is too great for your business.
2: I, I I've told L. A. Nick several times that uh, San Quentin's not in the Hollywood Hills, but he won't believe me. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> so what is LED? What is uh, L E E D? Excuse me, L E E D Platinum.
8: What is that? Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's not a light. It stands for leader, right. United States Green Building Council created a uh, I like got kind of a course where you would go through and you collect points based on how energy efficient and how environmentally effective and how clean your house is going to be. Um, and so they call it the LEED program, which is leadership and energy and efficiency and design. Um, and then they have your different scales where we hit. So if you're talking about Ed's house, we did his LEED platinum, which these you know, is silver, gold, platinum. I think you have to collect 90 <laughs> points. We collected 105 points. So we, we overachieved on that one for him. And then the- um, so what's the story with the house? What, what about Ed Bigley Jr.'s house?
2: First of all, can you build larger homes? Like uh, the fact that you do build a this is something, this technology will work for any size home?
8: Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Right. So here's the here's the ironic thing is a lot of the technology that out there is being used in on commercial properties as far as the fire protection and life safety systems and seismic, and they haven't really come yet into the residential market as much. So, you know, the answer is yes. Of of course. I mean, if we can do it on a commercial level, you can most definitely be doing it yeah. on a small-scale level. for me.
2: And what what is it that you do? I, I, I'm fascinated to hear how building is being changed, because obviously it had to be changed. Uh, what How did this develop?
8: Uh, I, I mean, on the projects that we're doing, we're implementing a lot of newer technologies such as, uh, and just one one thing that's really simple is called waterproofing. And you would not believe how many people are building these biodegradable buildings. They wrap them in paper. You know, when you consider buildings are wrapped in paper inside and out, and they let the water flow through, you get one of these kind of biohazard nightmares that, um, most homes have, to some degree, and you consider that actually that has a big impact on your health. When you consider about consider the mold and air quality, and what people do when they're not feeling well, like I'm not feeling so good today. You know, what's the first thing you do is you go and curl up in your bed. Well, what if your home's making you sick, which a lot of them are? Um, I I didn't realize that I had a lot of allergies. I'm kind of the canary in the mind. So, for years, I go to my doctor one day, and he's like, your nose looks messed up. You do not look normal. I said, I've always been oh. this way. You know, and i said my life working in homes. <laughs> and he said, so they had me tested, and it turns out a lot of the things, the allergens that are in homes, are what I've been allergic to. So, it kind of put me on a corrective course to, you know, number one, I can walk in someone's home, and I start sneezing, I can tell you. <laughs> You've yeah. you got a, one that be done, but it also, maybe for selfish reasons and for reasons for others, I've been working to create these homes that are a lot more allergenic for people and healthier. Um, so that's that's enormous. And then a lot of just the other technologies that we're using, um, you know, like for example, one of the ones that we use for ads is, Uh, When you walk in, just an inexpensive thing you can do, you walk into his bedroom, I mean, sorry, to the bathrooms or the kitchen, there's a motion detector that will turn on the hot water for you so it circulates and pumps it so you're not having to run your cold water out of your circuit. Oh, that's a good idea. It's a really good idea. Because the bigger the houses I got to believe at some
2: points in those big houses it takes a while for the hot water to get to that uh, faucet I would
8: imagine
9: I got some bathrooms it takes it takes a good couple of minutes. Yeah
8: it does in some big houses yeah so,
9: yeah. so the answer is the right wherever your
8: your hot water heater is in your property, you have a pipe that goes from there all the way to your sink and so every time you turn the water on you have to empty out all the water from your hot water tank to your sink your faucet when you turned it on right and then the hot water comes out that's kind of wasteful especially at ed's house so we actually have a pump that will pump the water through in about one mississippi it's on and um i mean a little fun stuff like that we've done um and as far as energy efficiency in these homes i mean i think ed's bills i think last he told us he's paying ten dollars a month for his his entire uh utility bill crazy in a
9: way what's your opinion on these tankless these tankless hot water heaters to get tanks that go right in under the sink to where the hot water is right at that sink.
8: Uh, We install them when we need to. They're not as... So if you're using one of those, you're not using something that's energy efficient because those are running on electricity. And you're you're essentially, what you've done is you've got a tank, you know, a small tank, a reservoir that's continually heating it with electricity. Not a great efficient use. Um, using natural gas is a much less expensive and a much cleaner process. So we like to use those when possible.
2: Now, I like this. Homes of the future are more environmentally friendly, earthquake and fire resistant, and inventions made, uh, they make life more streamlined and enjoyable, build fire resistant and mold free. That's wonderful that you can do all these things now because look i mean i'm not real happy with everybody pissing and moaning about america constantly and how we need to live cleaner because i do think we need need to live cleaner and, and save all we can but then they look the other way when we get to the eastern hemisphere it's like can we agree to this across the board so we all don't choke to death on somebody else's crap
8: And it's true. And, you know, here's one of my biggest complaints about this industry is that one of the most important things that we all have is a place to live, right? Right. Everyone, every one of us has to go home and live somewhere. And then during the day, you're working somewhere. So you have, it's one of the professions, the few professions where you can't actually go and and get a master's. You can't get a PhD. I can't even get a bachelor's in I mean, good luck if I get a two-year degree somewhere. Um, And it's... (laughs) It's it's not thought of as as a job that was something respected. And so, therefore, you know, everyone, it's a blue-collar job. Like, I'll work, I'll be a builder while I'm being, uh, trying to make it as an actor a lawyer or a doctor or something. Some of us actually wanted to be a builder and learn how to, and you can't. So, you're basically, you're learning from trade to trade. And there's a lot of, as you said, there's greed in this field. You know, and there's basically, wait, if I don't do this, I can make more money? Okay. You know, and so that's what happened. we, as a society, don't have anyone that's actually teaching people how to build and, you know you look at I look at these homes from the 1920s and 30s which is really most of the the oldest homes that are still around today yeah and the technology used on those is essentially the same as far as the technique except you know you, the newer ones if you look at standard construction they've gone to dual insulated glass wow big deal they're still still wrapping the buildings with paper they're biodegradable they last about as long as your uh, 30-year mortgage we haven't changed it but you look we've been putting we will put a man on the moon I mean you look what happened with phones internet um, and what I, when I what happens with some of these other devices such as vehicles and anything that is they have a a lifespan of when they're recreated because when it when it's older it breaks we recreate it. Being that homes are like on a thirty-year to fifty-year you know recreation level, we are so behind the times for those reasons. You know,
9: I think America is behind the times with building. I mean, I travel a lot and I go to other countries and I'm amazed at how far advanced they are that homes-wise than we are, even just the fixtures. Plumbing fixtures and quality over in different countries seems way above ours here. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, so beyond. Especially, I, yeah. especially in Japan. I mean, their, their, their plumbing is so superior to ours. I mean, their fixtures, they have sinks that they're that dry your hands right in the sink in your house. I mean, there's no towel. They're way far away. That, that stuff doesn't even exist here. Right. I mean, right. You can't even buy it. But it's com it's, it's <laughs> everywhere there. Really? And, you know, Japan's probably the most earthquake-proof building country in the world, because there's an earthquake every five seconds. Right. But their technology in homes there is way far advanced than ours, and I don't know why. <clears throat>
8: I don't know yeah, them. we were. I just came back. <clears throat> I just came back from Italy a few weeks ago, and similar. You know, you would think you're driving in the Italian countryside, and technology didn't make it out there. But in oh, so did. many ways, <laughs> oh my God! They're wow, built, I, I like know they were so, so much more advanced.
9: I'm, I'm, I'm in the housing and building and stuff, and so I look at every detail. And I'll tell you what, the hardware in like Italy, just door hardware. You look at their latches and their lock right? assemblies. They're so, right? they're so high end. They're so nicer <laughs> than ours. You open and close a door in Italy you're like, wow, this is like complete, it's like a Rolls Royce yeah. compared to a yeah. Fiat. So the, and, and for some reason, so the coolest th- it doesn't come to America. I don't understand why.
8: So the coolest thing I saw in Italy, like one of the coolest things about door hardware, is they have, they're doing doors without that little latch, you know, and you've got the little tab and the door shuts and that spring-loaded thing, right? That, um, when you shut your door, yeah. they mm-hmm. have a magnet in there. Yeah, It yeah. was so genius. I know, I've seen them. It's not mechanical. I spent got a little recess, yeah, I've the seen magnet's them. stuck in. i'm like oh my god they have that Why, own, they have that on there?
9: all their drawers too like their cabinets yeah. the kitchen cabinets and stuff they have way higher, they are way higher in than we are. I don't know if it's, because I think in Italy especially, because Italy after the war, they took, they wanted to be the fashion capital of the world. And not fashion, not just in clothing, but fashion in everything. And they even put it in the door hardware and cabinetry. And their stuff's really quality. I'm impressed with Italy's hardware.
2: By the way, Scott, I might want to mention to you that L.A. Nick is 100% Italian. That has nothing to do with it, does it? No,
9: Scott, Scott, you're, <laughs> Scott you will agree with <laughs> with me, right?
8: Italy has some amazing right. hardware. Oh, I did. I just actually finished an article about uh, my love affair with Italy. I just was blown away by the, the oh, architects, the, uh, the design aspects. I mean, it's fascinating and amazing how you come to los angeles and you realize like there's a it's like that uh, lost in time you know i feel like chaka's gonna come out or i don't know if <laughs> if you remember that exactly <laughs> Scott,
2: how do people read now do you travel how do people reach out to you if they want to maybe talk to you about building a home here there's a lot of money in minnesota i'll tell you that and very very uh, clean living people can people reach out to you
8: yeah, absolutely. So uh, my email is scott at buildingcgroup.com. It's uh, scott at buildingcgroup.com. And the company is Building Construction Group. And if you go to buildingcgroup.com, you will you can see a few of the things we do. We'll get it done.
2: I have to ask you a very quick question. Are you from Canada originally? That's a good question. My grandmother and grandfather is. I knew it! See, being in Minnesota. I, you know how I could tell that? Yeah, you heard something? No, three things. Well, yes, I did hear one thing. You you end some sentences up when only Canadians end that sentence up. But the great part of it is, you're a very nice guy, but you're also a smart ass, so that makes you Canadian. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I always... <laughs> I always thought it was from New York. I'm like, I like, to, I want to go back to New York. Yeah, I understand. It's the first place you can actually just say what you think without somebody thinking you're a smartass. It is true, Scott. Thanks for your
2: time today, and we will uh, put uh, that up on our website, of course, and talk more about how people can get in touch with. You. I think it's a great idea. I appreciate your time today, sir. All right, thank you all. It
8: great. I'll talk to you guys soon. Scott
2: Harris, ladies and gentlemen. Right. What a nice guy.
9: Yeah, really well, nice anyway, guy. he's still on. Scott, so, I, I not mean I, you're not that great guy. He's the only person <laughs> that, under, that got appreciation for hardware. Because I see door hardware yeah. in Europe. I'm like, why don't we have these doorknobs? Why don't we have these latches? They're so quality. Mm. And you can really feel the difference.
2: I mean, we have yeah. a clock and nobody pays attention to it. We'll be right back. <laughs> Tom Bernard Show. Best of the Tom Bernard
3: Podcast.
5: But do you recall The most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Had a very shiny nose And if
4: you ever saw it You would even say it glowed That was Scott Harris on The Best Of. Coming up next, we are going to be closing out the show... And opening up the old vault. all the way back to episode five thirty-two with Greg Warren talking about good old fax machines, all other funny stuff. Next tonight, then how the reindeer as they out
3: with the
2: In any case, we're talking about St. Louis earlier. I, you know what I know I have one more Tony story if you don't mind. Yeah, please. There are people that come into St. Louis from the Ozarks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they do. Hillbillies, yeah. Hillbillies, that's yeah. exactly right. I was uh, eating at Tony's one time, and I hear this this guy go, Oh, where are the bones? Like this And I looked over and it was a server. Apparently uh, an Ozarkian, I don't oh, know how you call it, had ordered the baked fish and ate all of it. Oops! The oh, head, boy. the bones, the tail, ate the skin. That's gross. Ate hey. all of it. I've never heard anything like that. I've never like heard that.
6: anything like that before. Uh, like
2: holy God! <laughs> but I, my first uh, exposure to steak and shake was in St. Louis.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. Love
2: steak. There's one in Florida now that, that, yeah. that we go to all the time. Did you have
6: any of uh, the pizza in uh, St. Louis? Oh
2: yeah, the pizza's it, one. Yeah, it's
6: a different, different, <coughs> a whole different thing.
2: It is, yeah. and it's really good. Yeah. Cocoa's still around, I hope.
6: I do not think Coco's is around. Actually. Not anymore? No. He used like,
2: to love Coco's. Who's yeah. that?
6: Kind of a breakfast uh, restaurant. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. But yeah, I used to go to uh, Clayton, Missouri all the time. I, a I was of there a, uh,
6: a couple days ago, actually.
2: Oh, you were in Clayton? Yeah, I was. Is uh, that like high That's high tone St. Louis? It's pretty it? nice.
6: Yeah, it's very yeah. nice. It's, it's like uh, sort of a mix of. Upscale, and then it's also uh, a lot of the uh, St. Louis County government is there. Yeah, and, uh, Courthouses yeah. and stuff like that,
2: yeah. And I've always liked the name Creve Coeur.
6: Creve Coeur, yeah. Well, that's a
2: great name for a town.
6: Yeah, that's where the uh, comedy club is, actually. In
2: Creve Coeur. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, I will say this. In 1978... Yep. Was that the first year Pete Rose uh, moved? Pete did Rose did he was go, playing uh, was, He went from... Went to the Cincinnati Phillies. to the Phillies. Yeah, it was the the Phillies were playing the Cardinals. Yeah, for the home opener. Okay, and it was the first. So I don't remember what year, the, the, the Phil uh, Pete Rose's first year with, with the Phillies was seventy nine. So it's seventy nine. Okay, okay, I was off by one year. That's close. I'm sitting at Bush Stadium. Uh, opening day. It's like April fifth because now they open on April first or whatever. Right. But back back then it was the fifth, sixth, something like that. The coldest I've ever been. in my Really? Life. Yeah. Because it was not. There's no snow, but it was kind of rainy.
6: Yeah. Oh
2: my god! I know was what it you cold. mean. Yeah. I mean, it,
6: uh, St. Pat's Day is a big uh, holiday in my family, so I try to go back to St. Louis. Oh yeah. Of course, the middle of March and uh, the middle of March, and we always go down the parade and stuff. The middle of March sure. in St. Louis is <laughs> really cold. Oh here yeah. too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, here too. It's just it, it. But there, there. I think there's more humidity or dampness. Yeah uh it just i mean because this place here it's just cold
6: yeah
2: i mean it's colder than hell there's no doubt it about. is you guys got everybody beat here this there's no a, question uh, yeah, about we it we win yeah. it is the coldest metropolitan area in the world is it really yep i don't know why your parents and my parents is like here's where we're gonna settle i
7: asked my dad that once <clears throat> excuse me he got really mad at me
2: oh well, none did. of your goddamn yeah. business
7: He's like, "What the hell kind of question is that?" I know.
2: But I mean, it's I love it from the 4th of July to Christmas. I love living here.
6: Yeah. The yeah, February
2: months, and January you're just oh,
6: like, brutal, huh? Yeah.
2: Oh, bad. just it's unbelievable. And it's unrelenting. <laughs> yeah. You know, how that is it's just gloomy all the time
6: and Yeah, I, you know, I've uh I, I, now that I live in New York, I'm really you get really in tune to the weather because you're you're oh, yeah. out all the time yeah. walking around. And it man, this this past winter was pretty brutal. It was,
2: oh, uh, yeah, it's another place, New York. Cause, uh, oh, you know, sit, sitting get... on the ocean like that it's when damp. it's when it's raining and cold, it's really and cold. You're, you're just there.
6: You're not in a car. You're yep. walking. To, yep. You know, mm-hmm. the subway. Uh, you, you... So where do you live in New York? I live in Queens, Astoria, Queens. Oh yeah, I yeah. love Astoria. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's a great area. Yeah, it's. Uh, very, uh, like a uh, Greek neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Apparently, uh, Jude doesn't so, yeah, like Greeks. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just found that We've got a out. lot of Greeks
7: on this week. <laughs> too. Yeah, we have a lot of Greeks on Have <laughs> really? yep. yep. uh, you, uh,
2: Kostaki, really? Con- Paros yep. and. You uh, know,
7: Kostaki Akanonopoulos. Really? Oh. Con- oh. Con- oh. He's a friend of
2: mine. yeah Is, is, is he? Kostaki's a-, a friend of yours? Yeah, he's a really good friend oh. of mine. Oh, oh I, I wish love him. Is he in town
8: this
6: week? No, he
2: does a football. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's a buddy of mine. Yeah, every Monday. We love kastaki He's one of the nicest men on earth yeah. Just a really nice guy. He player. is a nice guy. guy. Unless you bring up Carolyn Ray.
6: <laughs> well, he's, yeah, he's always been very... Um, <laughs> no, he's fine. Yeah, He's a great guy.
2: He is just one of the nicest guys in the world. But uh, John Silamparos was on the show on, on Monday, and Kostaki's on doing quick snaps on Monday, too. And so I mentioned Silamparos to him, and he said, Is his real name Yanni? Because no Greek's name is John. <laughs> and it turns out his name was what, Andy.
3: Osiris. Osiris.
4: Yeah. yeah,
6: that's what I thought. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: I kind of thought that's yeah, what was it was going to be. Yeah. But it's so yeah. funny. Yeah, and
7: the it, very next day, our allergist is uh, Demetrios something.
3: It's something very long very I Greek. Who is out there?
7: I, I don't know. Wow. There's like guys walking around. Is someone out
3: there?
4: Yeah. Why are there guys here? They're, they're changing the filter in the HVAC. System. Oh, no, thank God. Well, Jude man. does not like them. Ah. Jude did not like them
2: wandering through the area. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, maybe Michigan's coming in one thirty. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Nobody,
3: te- nobody ever tells me anything. Well, that's some that. good news, yeah. What's at that? least. The guy who came from Liberia and decided to start spreading Ebola. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> once he goes back home, they're going to prosecute him. Really? Yep.
4: For lying.
3: I have a wait, question for you. I don't you get wait, wait.
4: that. I don't either. He lied to get on the airplane. Yeah. If you
3: get on a plane and you suspect you have Ebola, that's you can't do that. It's illegal. So he thought he had Ebola and he came to the U.S. So for medical. He treatment?
4: hated someone. No, he just came
3: him. here to visit family.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Just completely disregarding everyone else on the plane and everyone he came in contact with. Cause Did was you a know? Selfish piece of shit.
7: <laughs> I thought yeah. that the symptoms of Ebola were pretty. Norm, like flu-like.
3: If you live in Liberia and you get flu-like <laughs> sy- symptoms, well,
7: you're not supposed to fly when you have a flu no. either.
3: Well, yeah. but I mean, like you know, you're in a hot zone. Any yeah. possible symptoms? That's like you yeah. have to assume the worst. You're not going to be like, "Oh, I'm sure it's just a cold." Let's go. Well,
4: you don't have symptoms right away either. They probably ask him, "Were you around anyone with Ebola?" Even though he'd helped someone who was suffering carried from them him. in his arm, yeah, and he says, "No." So then oh. he probably no. has it. He doesn't have any outward symptoms. Mm-hmm. When he gets here, he has them.
6: So he's. It's interesting what they w- what they don't tolerate in Liberia and what they do. I mean. <clears throat> Well, and maybe
7: yeah. he wanted to come over here so he could get better treatment.
2: Well, yeah. no, that's not the issue at no? all. The, the biggest issue, you do know, then we talked about this yesterday on the afternoon show, that they're not telling the people which plane he came on. They're not telling what? the people that are on the plane with him. Oh, you didn't know that? No. They said, no, we're not going to tell you other passengers because he was still in incubation. He didn't have it full-blown yet.
4: Oh, my God! It's like,
2: what? So I might have been sitting next to a guy that had Ebola, and you're not going to tell me.
4: Well, did Would he land in, in New
2: theory? York? No. Texas? <laughs>
7: I don't know. Did he land in New York first, and then?
2: I that I don't know. I, I don't. I don't fly to Liberia much. Well, so I'm know. just saying. I don't know where the direct I'm, flight is from here to I'm, Liberia. I'm just
7: saying if you know, you landed in anywhere around what he was. Yeah, you know, I mean, anybody he came I in contact. Be,
2: he was in contact with all his relatives' children, like holding them on their uh, his lap and you know throwing them up in the air. And well, thanks for that, sir. Yeah.
3: I read somewhere they think they'll have a vaccine for that by the end of this year.
2: What did you also see? What happened on Wall Street? No. That company's stock, like, doubled.
3: Oh, yeah, I would imagine.
2: <laughs> when they announced it like, whoa. Their stock so went, are we went s- through the roof. So
7: are we supposed to all get vaccinated for Ebola on the off chance that something comes no. over?
2: Not yet. No
6: I don't think so. No? no. Greg right Warren,
2: our special guest here, he's at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night, on Saturday night, and on Sunday as well.
6: Yeah.
2: Greg, it's kind of weird because the advertisers on this show are all friends of mine.
6: That's pretty cool. It's
2: just, And I didn't put the arm. I was like, you're my friend. Cough up. Yes. <laughs> it yeah, wasn't yeah. like that at all. They actually, kind of I said, yes, did he, you did. Yes. Truth no, be I mean, told. Yeah. I mean, it's seasonal. But but, we,
3: get, we get money from the state.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dan Chesky from Dan South Side Marine. He, he owns a, uh, a boat dealership. Okay. Detroit and Midwest Fence. That's a seasonal deal. But you and Michael have become friends just mm-hmm. by appearing on this show together. Mr. Chesky. Twitter. Chesky, you know Dan Chesky, who everybody thinks is my brother, because we're built the same pretty much. I he, see. Catherine said, when she first met Dan, she said, every friend of yours have to be built like Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> he just Dan's a big said. guy. Yeah. A big, broad-shouldered guy. <laughs> he is guy. a
7: little Shrek-y. though. actually
2: he have big a picture got him here. Got pic- oh, not uh, that uh, one. There <laughs> he is. Let me see. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a show.
7: <laughs> I know he shows up at our five hundredth episode with those teeth and that mullet. I, I seriously, I didn't know who it was for I didn't a while at first. because the teeth were so realistic. But it's like just Man, a hell of a nice guy. You'd need to see our uh, our dentist. No,
2: you would probably know this. I I can assume that boat sales this time of the year are huge, aren't they? You know, there's a. a October is
3: good for boats and sports cars. There's people looking oh, for yeah. end of the year yeah, bargains. Um, Use boats especially because people don't want to store them. But same with cars. Yeah, and I can it, see that. And then it pro- i don't know. I've never sold boats, but I'm guessing it come the first of November, it's over.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Until think so. the boat show, which is middle of January.
3: I yep, think? Yep. Middle of January.
6: People order their
2: so new they boats. Get three
3: months off, and then they go like hell.
2: Greg, do you even have a car anymore? No. No. I, um,
6: no. Here's the thing: you would don't you like uh, one. No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, when, when I, if I move back to San Louis I'll make sure to, uh, to look okay. you up. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you, you don't right need there. a car in, you know, in New York. You don't really miss your car until you have to walk somewhere to purchase an item that you used to bring home in your car. Like right. I, I, right, um, right. I had to get an ironing board, and uh, I didn't even think about it. I walked like 15 blocks to this hardware store. I was, I was about to get the ironing board. I'm like, oh, no, no. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to walk home looking like a surfer who gets in bad directions or something. <laughs> you know, and, and, and at my age, like, what, what do I care what people think of me? You know, I guess I still do because in my head I was thinking, you know, as soon as I walk outside somebody's going to be like, nice ironing board, Gertrude. You know,
9: nobody said
6: anything. Nobody even looked at me. That's the beauty of New York. Like, if you think you're doing something weird, don't worry about it. There's somebody doing something way, way weirder right next to you. It, it, it was arrogant to me to think that I was going to get noticed with just an ironing board. In, yeah, like, not happening. Yeah. We, we,
7: yeah, we thought somebody was dead in Pinkberry.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. We did.
7: And people were sitting right, like, inches away from them right. just laughing and talking. and yeah. yeah. Having yeah. a great yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Don't
2: worry about it. Yeah. That is good. My uh, first time in moved to new york in 1982 after i left Capitol, and just to do voiceover i just okay. that's what i did we lived at 20th street and second
6: avenue Oh man, I uh, I lived real close to that when I first. Oh, did. You? I lived. Uh, I love living there. Yeah, like the East Village kind of. Yeah. 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 I. Uh, I, I love. It. Gramercy area. Yeah, I guess it gets into Gramercy. That, yeah, it does part. a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I lived uh, down on Lower East Side when I first moved to New York. You didn't live in the Alphabet City, did you? Not too far from there. Yeah, because yeah.
2: that that when I, when I lived there, Alphabet City was not very nice. Now it's right. nice. My first day in New York.
6: No, I lived far like down below Houston. Oh, okay. All
9: right.
2: Which everybody in town calls Houston. Yeah. yeah hey, let's go to Houston. Okay, you're not from here.
6: Right? Yeah. But
2: in any case, uh, so I flew out get to get the apartment, get settled and all the rest of it. So I'm kind of just wandering around looking for all these advertising agencies that I'm supposed to read commercials for and blah, right. blah, blah. Right? And I'm in Times Square and I'm walking along and I see a pair of running shoes. And then I see the hairy legs sticking out of these running shoes. And then the bottom of a blue chiffon dress. So I went. This is interesting. Yeah. And so I looked up, and it was a guy with a full beard, and no arms. Oh boy! Now that's New York right yeah. there, man. Yeah, that's everything. Was it
6: 1980, 81, yeah.
2: 82. Yeah. So wow. basically, crazy. Somebody put the dress on him so he could go out because he had yeah. no arms. Oh, arm.
6: that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that, and it couldn't. Even... I thought, well, I see that. Well, some and the other thing.
2: So well, maybe pull-overs. that's why he wore it though, because it'd be easier to put on, wouldn't it? I suppose like you put on with your then feet.
7: A, well, you couldn't put it in a dress Maybe. shirt. It would be tough. Yeah.
2: Um, and the other thing, Roy Rogers chicken that used to be right in Times Square? Yeah. Probably not even Is he, probably not no, even there. No, I don't think so. No. But there was a Roy Rogers chicken there, right in Times think, Square.
6: No, not. No, I don't think a Times Square, no.
2: Yeah, I, there, there, there's some other ones there, but there was one right there. They're
6: ripping it all up again.
2: And yeah. I also witnessed a uh, woman beat the piss out of a guy right in front of Roy Rogers chicken. Really? I mean, they were like in a fist fight, and she beat the shit out of him. Like, good God! uh, See that coming?
6: I got punched uh, in your old neighborhood, not too far from there. You did? Yeah, yeah. What'd you do now? I didn't do. I I was just walking, and uh, you know, I I just hear this guy behind me, and he's like, "Hey, what are you looking at?" You know, and I'm like, like an idiot, I turned around, which like, and then he was he was just fishing for something, so. I, yeah. just, I just kept walking. He sprints like a block and a half. Oh, no. He gets in my face. I was like, "I was talking to you." He was like, "I was talking to you. Don't walk away from me." I'm like, "Man, just get, get out of here, man. I don't, I don't know who you are. Like, let's forget about this." Oh, God. And I turned to walk away, and he just jacked me. And, really? Uh, yeah. He like punched me. It was a good shot. And you know, I, like I haven't been hit in quite a while. Yeah. I'm 46. It's been a while. Right. And I, it, my first instinct was like, I'm just gonna finish up my walk that's you know like, and then like i wrestled when i was in college so i know sort of what and it just sort of took over i'm like wait a minute i know what to do like and i like uh i shot a single leg takedown on him and i uh, he he went right down he he sucked he was a terrible like, like, okay. Gu- guarantee the guy never made it past districts and then and then i flipped out i'm screaming like why'd you fucking hit me why'd you you know like, yeah why did he you reason you know like, like, he, he? Yeah. You yeah, reason? just crazy. He was, just, you know, he was on something. Oh and, uh, Jesus! So, like, finally, like, some guy walks by and he pulls his cell phone out, and I'm like, "Oh no, he's going to call the cops!" Then it, that it sort of dawned on me, like, "What are you doing? You're 46. You can't." Yeah. And then uh, what he did? he started videotaping us, Ugh. which like that's, that's such a commentary on what happens in society. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. And um, yeah, and then and then like I just I just got up. I was like, "Hey man, I I gotta go." I just walked away, and like if that happened in St. Louis. Who'd be in the papers? Like, nothing. (laughs) Nobody said a word about it. Like, nothing happened at all. Uh, It
7: it irritates me that you're supposed to worry about hitting somebody back who hits you first. I mean, I think that they deserve...
6: If if you
7: can give you... If you can hit back...
6: Hard. Oh yeah. Once I he hit they, me, they need I was brought up like that's. My father was yeah. a wrestling coach. If you, you know, I don't care how old I am. If I get hit, I'm gonna hit him but, back. But not like, like the rules in school. I didn't try to hurt him. Like I mean, I, I I took him down and I had my hand on his throat and immediately then I started realizing, oh, this guy's just a heroin addict and oh. he's like he has. I mean, he was just docile at that point. So I do not Takes you by know, Take
7: surprise me. getting hit on the street. Yeah. Who thinks that's gonna happen? Uh,
6: and the, he, the dog's got my shoelace. Actually, <laughs> yeah, what was <laughs> the first? Uh, <laughs> what was the first year of email?
3: <laughs> uh, the first? Well, that really depends on what you mean by email.
2: <laughs>
3: well, like when people started using e- email to send oh,
2: messages to one another. A long
3: time, uh, really. I would say that was probably uh, America Online made that a big thing. You know, you've got email. So yeah, what, like twenty. Uh, let's see, AOL. Late eighties, eighty-eight, eighty-nine. In nineteen ninety-one is when AOL became a thing. Really? All right. Yep. And then before when,
2: that it was CompuServe though, right? Um, yeah, I remember yeah. CompuServe. But yeah. I mean
3: that was like AOL was definitely the it was the apple of its time. It's yeah. what got the service right. to everyone. Yeah, and it was so. overpriced garbage. Come here. Okay, how about fax? kind of like it. When did people start faxing? Wow, uh oh. long, long
6: time ago. Or mid-80s maybe? No, right. way. I, was thinking yeah, early. I think it's in the seventies. Was it the seventies. Really? I feel like
7: faxing was more popular than emailing for a while. Long
6: time, wasn't yeah. it? There's
2: a reason I'm asking this. By the way, this I'll get to it. In
3: a uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, it's not that you know. nostalgic uh, for companies. Yeah, late seventies. Okay. Really? So.
2: Okay, so that makes sense. So I wonder if it late 80s, the big deal
3: was plain
6: paper plain facts. Plain paper facts, facts. was huge. Yeah. You yeah. used to get those oh, yeah, curled up things. looks like a real piece of paper. Yeah, that's amazing, man. Paper. That was a big deal.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a true story. The reason I asked him that is at 10th Street Deli on 10th and 2nd. I went in there, and I ordered my deal. I'm kind of waiting around. It took a little bit of time because they're very busy at lunchtime. And he said... Well, you know, if you want to, from now on, you can just fax us your order. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I had no idea what they were talking about. Just fax your order, and uh, we'll have it ready for you. I'm like, I have no idea what you're even talking about. So it came and went that
3: quickly? Yeah. Fax I mean, yeah. And at the very end, there. Remember, there were spam faxes. Oh, businesses. yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so irritating. Where? Is the, I never
6: really mortgage learned companies sh- yeah. constantly. Uh, how to fax. Yeah. Realtors, car sales. Yeah, faxes the mortgage company. The that was like right before the mortgage <laughs> crisis. It yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It really was.
2: You know, the only spam I get now on my faxes from Pat Eberts. <laughs> He's a sales know, guy. Somebody
7: asks me to uh, fax the radio something. Station. Any real estate agent, I'm always like, they've got to be over
2: sixty.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. Like, do you want the, <laughs> yeah.
7: They don't know how to scan.
3: Well, I'm a scroll. <laughs> the only reason
2: I have them fax me my because I you know I do the morning show from my house. Right. So the only yeah reason I knew I have,
6: that I knew that. Yeah, yeah.
2: The only reason that I that I have them fax everything over because if they just emailed it over, then I have to go through all the trouble of printing it all out anyway. Right. Because I'm not just you know, so like the the commercial log and the music log and all that stuff. I'm not going to just. Go through all that, so well, I just haven't yeah, faxed that's it over. actually
7: easier for you, yeah.
2: Yeah, faxing that is much easier because mm-hmm. otherwise it's like yeah, I get up at three in the morning get all that shit done.
6: I think I've, I, think I bought like a, uh, like a really nice fax machine. Two days before people stop faxing. <laughs> 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 <Like> I, <laughs> well, there you go. I did. I bought like the top of the line. Like, all right, I got. I got it another, Probably was uh, cheap though. At a little cash. I'm like, all right, I'm going to make this. Hit. No, I th- no, I think I got like right before they went oh. down. Yeah, I bought at the top of fax machines. Oh. Yeah, and then yeah, two days later, everybody's be. like, you know, this is a stupid thing. Uh. why would you buy that? I remember thinking they were extremely I mean, cool, you, though. They were. Yeah. I. I How you does said plain paper fax was one of the greatest inventions it was ever. ever. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing. <laughs> this changes everything
0: best of the tom bernard podcast
5: just hear those sleigh bells jingling ring ting tingling too come on it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you outside the snow is falling and friends are
4: What up that mistletoe because these clips are ready for some of that sweet sweet best of action on this episode of the best of the tom bernard podcast Brought to you, as always, by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week Judy Gold, Joanne Parker, Scott Harris, and Greg Warren. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week.
5: Let's take back deep for us and sing a
4: chorus or two.
5: Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you.